What's up and welcome to episode 56 of Life in Motion. For the next two episodes, we're switching things up with a Mid by Midwest artist takeover. For those who don't know, Mid by Midwest is a mural arts and culture festival in Springfield, Missouri. To kick this series off, we'll have Evan Wright from Springfield, Natalie Sugarlow from Chicago, Stephen Teller from Fort Lauderdale, and Eric Carbling from Honolulu. Listen as we chat about what inspired them over the years and how they're using art to impact others. This is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. All right, so first off, we have Evan Wright here from Springfield, Missouri. Evan, how's it going? Going good. How are you? Good, good. So before we get into kind of your art and all that background, let's talk a little bit about yourself. What is what is kind of your background story? You know, who you are, where you grew up, kind of hobbies you had growing up, kind of how you got there today. Sure. So I'm from here, just Springfield, Missouri. Really, uh, Nixa is really where I kind of, you know, went to school and was raised. So just south of here, really. Um, and I, I've stayed, I guess. So I went away for a little while for college, but came back and now have a house here in town. Um, Where'd you go to college? Um, well, I took advantage of the A plus program and went to St. Louis Community College okay. for a few years for free. So that was, you know, nice to kind of get away. Um, but, you know, I still didn't have to really pay for too much of that school. So that was good. And then came back to finish up here at MSU. So, you know, I am Missouri State alum. So, yeah, so it's still here in Springfield. Awesome. Awesome. And so, so like as far as growing up around this area, kind of what, what did you do kind of growing up? Because I know I'm sure some of that kind of inspired some of your art. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, um, I'm a, you know, an, an only child. And so, you know, I didn't really have too many siblings to kind of like entertain me or anything. And um, where I lived, you know, there were kids my age around, but you still had to kind of run around to find them, you know, it wasn't like <laughs> or anything. And so. Um, I spent a lot of time by myself, uh, you know, like wandering through the woods or riding my bike or just kind of finding ways to entertain myself. And it's funny because now, like now I do a lot of, you know, fishing and things. But back then it was like, I literally could walk to the river. But when I was a kid, I didn't fish as much or anything. And so it's just it's kind of funny how, you know, things change like that, but, um, you know, yeah, I basically just had to find ways to entertain myself and, and anymore. It's just, I can just do things on my own, but, um, I'm trying to think here. So a couple things that like really inspire me that how like a, a lot of this stuff sort of ties together um, you know, is, is two things with like the kind of um, art and fish. They're not separate, you know, anymore. They're, they're together. <laughs> but, you know, as a kid, I also kept fish, right? So like had a little aquarium and like the fish bred in there. And I think I thought that was probably like the coolest thing. It's like you put in <laughs> fish and now there's a lot of fish, you know, <laughs> that's like cool right as a kid you think that's super neat well as an adult now it's still cool um so for a while i was really into um fish keeping and i still have a bunch of aquariums have one big one that's running but 
you know, uh, that's definitely a, a kind of hobby that stuck with me and that, you know, now I have turned it into something else instead of just keeping and breeding fish and, and whatever, it's now kind of a, a part of my subject matter, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's part of it. Um, you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing now. It's only just evolved a bit, you know, and even with that, I, I worked in a pet store for like seven years here in town, um, was pets warehouse and then turned into Petsway. So I was kind of like the fish guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like, I was, people had come to see me, you know, to like, order something special or to have me help educate them on how to take care of their aquarium or fix their problems or, you know, whatever. And so, uh, you know, a hobby turned into part of my job. Now it's still kind of a hobby. And then working at Bass Pro, I just get a different kind of side of that now with fishing versus fish keeping, you know, it's all related and kind of interesting how it's all run together. Cause I definitely didn't like set to go down this path, you know, but here we are. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. I mean, that makes it fun, you know, being yeah. able to kind of tie all that stuff together. Yeah, um, no, it is pretty crazy. That's all. And, and so what do you do at Bass Pro? Um, so I'm a uh, graphic designer okay. and kind of budding art director. Um, at, at Bass Pro Shops, I kind of work with some of the boat brands and then specifically the fishing boat brands. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff you can do at Bass Pro because it's such a big place. So yeah. I could you know, not be in those departments kind of, you know, or working with that subject matter, but I am. And, and so it's, it's cool because uh, I like it. So that's awesome. And yeah, like, you know, I, I wasn't sure if it was something where, um, you know, you, you worked there doing one of the other mini jobs that could be at Bass Pro or if it was actually, you know, related to your, your artistic background. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, it is completely, well, not completely, but it is different. I, I do get to sometimes illustrate, you know, fish and do things for work. Like one of the most recent things that I just worked on um, is like, I help design like a trophy um, okay. that we're going to have for like this big new kind of fishing tournament that we're hosting. Um, and so that's kind of a, you know, even a year ago, I might not have had the chance to do that, but you know, a lot of things have changed in the past year. And so now I'm just doing kind of like all sorts of stuff. Um, but that's, that's kind of a, a cool, you know, little thing there. It's just, you know, things are different all the time at that place. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. With the, so uh, Johnny Morris likes to keep his uh, wheels turning for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't stop there. <laughs> so, so with that, so it's kind of interesting, you know, since that is – you know, to an extent that's kind of your day job. And then also you do some other illustrations and stuff on the side. How do you find, how do you kind of find that balance between kind of, um, I guess the two different worlds, you know, one's kind of, sometimes you get that creative freedom depending on the project, but sometimes it's more probably structured. And then with your own work, I'm sure you can just start doodling whatever, and it kind of turns into this whole thing. So um, what's, what's that like? And what is, and kind of to that point as well, what, what kind of is your favorite way, way to create, you know, what's your favorite way to kind of get those, those creative juices flowing, if you will. Oh, 
you know, I don't know if there is too much of a balance <laughs> quite yet. You know, I don't think I've, I've gotten to that point. I know a lot and can do a lot, but you know, I'm not like the, the greatest at or anything, but um, I don't know. I, I like the challenge for sure. Uh, in that it definitely uses up different parts of the brain, you know, it, it, like at work, sometimes you have to be a bit more analytical and, or think ahead or think about how this one little thing turns into a lot, uh, you know, translates into a lot of different things when it comes to like, you know, you're taking a picture of something, where is that going to be used? And, you know, what's it going to go on and what's it going to promote? And, you know, so it's, it's kind of, uh, it's definitely very different things, but at the same time, um, you know, things that I learn at work help me with my art because it's sort of like you, you do have to step back and consider the larger picture, um, you know, and, and can kind of think like, how is this thing going to look when we present it to somebody, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's a definitely different train of thought versus just creating, you know, at least sometimes how I create art, which might just be like, you just go with it. You just get an idea, you sketch something out and then you make a thing and then there it is, you know? And sometimes it can be that spontaneous. And then other times it can be quite labored. Um, though if you, <laughs> yeah, look at my Instagram page or anything, it, um, it, does, it, it definitely doesn't have that um, kind of vibe that, I've definitely thought this all the way through. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, uh, I'm just having fun making stuff. And so I throw it up there and uh, I think I'm getting there, but um, you know, but what, you know, how do I create? Like, I mean, anymore, a lot of stuff just starts digitally and then it can either, you know, transform into like a, you know, a real thing um, or I can, you know, make a sketch digitally and then, turn that into a painting but um i do really like both digital artwork as well as uh you know kind of traditional work where i get to use uh spray paint i use a lot of spray paint and acrylic and stuff so i, yeah. I really like those mediums as well and it's just kind of tough because you know i could draw with a pencil or, or on an ipad or you know only give me some spray paint and tape and you know it'll all be fine. It'll all work out. <laughs> I'll make something. But that's, yeah, it starts digitally anymore. Yeah. Well, that's, that's cool that you're kind of have the diverse, uh, I guess the diversity there, you know, even looking at from your, from your job and then kind of the creative freedom you have, but like you said, you can take it from, you know, pen and paper to iPad to, to paint, to a can of paint, you know, so you can kind of, kind of get the best of all the worlds, I guess there. So you're, uh, you have canvases all over <laughs> for real, you know, and that's, um, that's definitely something I, you know, kind of grappled with recently because it's like, um, you know, a lot of these other, you know, artists that are doing this mural thing and even just, you know, kind of famous artists, they usually like end up kind of like finding their, their lane and their niche and their thing that they're really good at. And like right now I'm just doing a lot of different things. So, you know, I, I definitely haven't quite landed to find that sort of thing for me, but I'm definitely, you know, on my way there and like doing all the different things because I just, I just learn more doing that, you know, it's, it, it'd be nice to like really dial in how my, you know, painting style or, 
you know, whatever. But uh, it's also equally as fun to just kind of look at these things through lots of different lenses, for sure. Yeah, and, and, it, and it sounds like you're having a, a fun time along, along those yeah, lines yeah. as well, kind of finding your way, if you will. Yeah, it can definitely be stressful, but I think once you get through those, you can learn stuff. Like recently, I did, um, you know, something that I haven't shown just yet. It will soon when it releases, but I, you know, I, um, since I'm also a designer and illustrator, uh, I, I recently did another, like, a beer can label for Lost oh. Signal Brewing here in town. And awesome. the illustration style that I did on this most recent label is like, it's literally nothing like what I've ever done before. <laughs> um, you know, and so that was difficult, right? Like, it, it's kind of like this uh, kind of cute uh, little um, cartoonish beach scene. And I don't, you know, really draw figures or landscapes or scenery or anything quite like that but I did because that's what, you know, it had to do for the client and, uh, you know, kind of what I also envisioned. And uh, once I got through it and I'm like, well, you know, I don't, I don't know if this is me, but boy, I, I had a time doing this and I learned something. That's for sure. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's like that. so, so with that from like, you know, and that kind of brings up a, a interesting point you know, where that's something that work that you're excited with how it turned out, but it was something different than what you've done in the past. So like with, with, um, opportunities like that and, and maybe even illustrations that you do for just for your own personal, um, whatnot. Um, how do you find the inspire like inspiration to pull from the different pieces to kind of, I don't know if guide your artwork is the right word or not, but you know what I mean? To kind of, yeah. you know, like, you know, as, as like I said, kind of a budding art director, you try to find the thing that's right for the the job for the client. You know, it's like, um, you know, I'm lucky in that I have the skills to kind of execute sometimes a lot of those things for myself, but also sometimes you know whatever I could make may not be the appropriate thing for the end goal, and so you you hire a different illustrator or a certain photographer to set the right mood because they you know, work a certain way that works best for whatever you're working on, um, you know, but for my, for myself, it's, it's just a little bit different, you know, it's like, what am I feeling like right now? Well, that's just how I'm gonna, you know, produce this, um, you know, but so, some of the inspiration for me personally, um, you know, this kind of goes back to like, part of my backstory or you know style or whatever but I I uh, was really inspired first um, well maybe not the first time but the second time I think I went to Germany overseas and saw graffiti okay. and that just captured me like as a as a kind of kid and early uh, you know high schooler um, I'd never really seen that before and it was literally everywhere like you know <laughs> just pass around everything and I just had no clue, like, what it was, you know, like, all right, I knew what it was. But then when you actually, like, sit there and stare at it, you're like, yeah, but what is this? <laughs> you know, it might as well have been just, like, hieroglyphics. And I just had to kind of figure out what that was. And, and that's what's kind of gotten me to where I am now, you know. It was like, 
people vandalizing stuff, but abstracting letters. And then that kind of tied me into design because that was letters. And now, you know, with some of the like abstract work I do, um, it's a further abstraction of that. And anymore, it's less about, well, this was a letter shape or something. And now it's just kind of like um, color shapes and fields and geometry to kind of create, you know, balance and weight. And so it's, you know, it's kind of gone all the way around from the first thing I saw to now it's just sort of, I'm just creating things that I want to create, you know, it's, uh, um, it's kind of interesting, you know, but, but that's definitely where it stemmed from was that just sort of kind of graffiti and street art thing. And so now it's cool that, you know, I kind of like took that in and, and worked on that myself personally and, you know, did a lot of stuff in sketchbooks and things. And, you know, now here I am, you know, actually producing some paintings and artwork and now then creating some, you know, street art or uh, murals here in my own town, you know, kind of it's coming full circle a bit. That's that's awesome. Kind of how you pull in the inspiration kind of from all over and kind of starting at that kind of uh, that base level. So, so with that, you know, you, you've, uh, you're born in Springfield or the area and, you know, went to college in in St. Louis or whatnot and came back. What, what is it about Springfield that um, I I guess there could be many things that that keep you to Springfield, but as far as like the kind of the creative community um, about Springfield, you know, you mentioned doing some local projects, um, you know, some larger pieces or whatnot, but what, what do you think is special about, about Springfield right now, kind of in the, in the artist scene? Well, um, you know, right now, yeah, it's, it's, it's taking off, I think a bit, which is nice. Um, you know, cause I think before now, uh, you know, I think there is, you know, just sort of like less value placed on kind of art and even kind of creativity in a way, you know, um, there's all sorts of like industries, right. Um, that do everything. You need a a plumber to take care of your, hopefully not frozen right now pipes, (laughs) uh, you know, and, and you need, uh, you know, other people to make you food and people to take out the trash. And it just sort of seems like, it had been like, you know, art and creativity is kind of seen as, you know, not as valuable or um, necessary thing as, as those things. Right. Um, But I think now that's changing uh, definitely with, you know, you know, it could just be like modern times, things are changing, you know, big business definitely places a larger value on those sort of things because they see what it can do for them, right? Especially when it comes like, you know, marketing and advertising and that that sort of thing. Of course, that's how businesses use it. But then even as, you know, just art in general, um, you know, people can relate to that sort of stuff and it becomes even more valuable. But when it, when it comes to Springfield, it's just nice to see that change. You know, there's, um, I, in the past few years, I've been kind of part of Springfield Creatives, a kind of, you know, local group um, that kind of popped up and I started going to it kind of as part of, you know, work. We as our little creative team, kind of some members went to that and, you know, uh, 
I still go and I can, obviously with coronavirus, it kind of stopped <laughs> yeah. the, the meetings and everything, but, um, you know, I still try to be a part of that. And it's, it's definitely something that's helping change, um, you know, I think Springfield and then definitely with like the art walk initiative. Well, that's been around a while. But that's pretty good. But I guess the, the sculpture yeah. walk is helping kind of literally bringing the art outside of the galleries and the museums and, you know, the little businesses where it's being sold. Um, excuse me. And, you know, so, so it's like, it's definitely the art scene is growing and that's definitely what's making it better and more encouraging. Cause you know, before it could have just, you know, if Springfield wasn't growing and kind of changing and evolving, it could have just become another, you know, sleepy town where, you know, it's like there is big business and there is, you know, a significant population, but maybe it doesn't really, you know, change or grow or do anything. But I think uh, it is a bit, and that's, that's definitely a, a nice change of pace. And so that, that makes this, uh, you know, the mid by Midwest, um, a pretty cool thing. Cause it's just another step in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. I would totally agree. You know, my, over the past couple of years, I've definitely noticed it as well, living here myself and kind of to that extent, what, what are you kind of most, or what are you looking forward to the most with mid by Midwest? I mean, there's, there's a lot of different things going on and kind of a lot of different avenues, you know, also bringing some, some public spotlight here to Springfield as well. So kind of what is, what are you looking forward to the most of it? Um, you know, yeah, I think, you know, it's just part of that change and progress, which is always just really great. Um, you know, for Springfield being one of the, one of the kind of two and, or I guess technically three kind of, uh, repping the local 417 here. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's cool to be a part of that. Like, it, it'd be one thing to just, like, have it and be like, wow, there's an art event happening here, you know? But, like, <laughs> um, I think I I was even in a Springfield Creatives meeting, and Meg told me about, you know, this idea, and I was like, that sounds cool. I think I'll try to, you know, do that. Because, like, there are murals here in Springfield uh, around, you know, but it's definitely not prevalent, Um and so there can be more. There's plenty yeah. of buildings with lots of nothing, <laughs> uh, you know, waiting to be changed for the better. So, so that, you know, that's pretty cool. But um, so now to actually be part of it um, is even cooler because now, you know, it's like, okay, now what do I got to do for this thing, you know, to make it, um, you know, really cool. Um, so that, you know, that's one aspect I'm looking forward to. And of course, like just meeting these other artists that are coming will be, kind of cool to hang out with uh, some just, you know, other artists and muralists will be definitely pretty cool. And then, yeah, for myself personally, it's just another challenge, which is, which is great. Like I've done, you know, a number of murals and plenty of artwork and stuff, but um, this will just be a definitely, you know, a different thing. And, and that I, I like, I'm, I'm looking forward to. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely going to be something unique to bring uh, to to our area. So I'm really excited to see kind of the impact it has. Um, So, so kind of with that, where can people find you uh, online to kind of see some of your work um, and kind of follow follow your journey there? And of course, you know, make sure they're checking you out before, uh, before all this Midwest stuff happens. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I just have my kind of right now it's uh, mostly just my kind of like portfolio site is just fishboy.com with an I, um, which that was just, you know, I found that URL available and I like had, <laughs> had to have it. You know, I, I don't know if I'll go buy that forever or if I end up, you know, making that a, a brand or something, but I, I have it now and that's fine. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. But so, so, you know, you can find my uh, work uh, there. Um, I will be opening a little shop as well. So I bought, you know, fishboy.shop, but right now it's under construction. There's really nothing there. And uh, then, yeah, my Instagram, I'm at fishboyart, um, fishboy underscore art. And there I have all sorts of stuff. And I'm, uh, I'm trying to put more work out there. I kind of haven't put a, a lot of stuff out, which is funny because I also, uh, for my job, I actually handle a lot of social media accounts with significant followings and so it's like my personal one gets no attention <laughs> but uh, I'm changing that because you know I want to I want to get more stuff out there and get more people to maybe see what I'm doing and like it so we'll see but yeah those are the places where you can find me Awesome. Well, hey, uh, Evan, thanks again for uh, kind of sharing your story, letting us know kind of about your art, and I'm excited to see uh, what you create at Mid by Midwest. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to it. And up next is Natalie Shugailo from Chicago, Illinois. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Well, um, before we kind of get talking about your art and everything uh, behind that let's let's talk about uh you know who is natalie where did you grow up kind of hobbies you had growing up kind of how did you kind of get into art itself um so i've lived in a suburb of chicago called brookfield for like okay. my entire 33 years of life <laughs> um and you know i always loved drawing and like uh, creating characters and stuff my mom like always had like tons of markers pens paper like I like books upon books of like <laughs> all this stuff I drew when I was a kid um and definitely loved it in school too and then I like to like write stories and uh you know try to be like uh what is it with the fossils is it, I can never remember paleon is it paleontologist oh what? yeah I think it is <laughs> don't make I me say that it. word though <laughs> no I don't know so yeah I would love to like pretend I was doing that stuff and uh, like hiking, biking, like all the, you know, the local, like suburb Midwest kid stuff, um, yeah. was definitely stuff I was into, but art has always been something that I've done, like from like as early as like what, two or three. So it's always been there. So with kind of, you know, markers all around and all that stuff and you like telling stories as well, did you do like your own little comic books and stuff when you were younger or did you not really get into that kind of side of things? Yeah, not really comic books, but I would tell my mom things and because I couldn't probably write as well, she would like write them out for me. And, uh, and a lot of them were honestly like stories about like dinosaurs or weird animals or like counting books or alphabet books. Like I just make up my own. Um, and yeah, I remember just drawing like, uh, one of those like wiener dogs with like 50 legs, you know, like, like silly stuff, just like ridiculous things. Um, so yeah, that's, that was more like the stories I was telling. That's awesome. So just kind of make it, making your own, uh, your own creations that way, your own creatures. Yeah, pretty much. Like some stuff looked like stuff, but it was kind of whatever came out of my brain That's for a awesome. while. So yeah. 
so at what point did that kind did you, so did you end up going to school or anything for art or has it kind of always been like a I don't know a hobby type thing I mean it's more than a hobby now but yeah yeah um so yeah I definitely I did go to art school um I mean I I was like in all I think you know like I guess we call it like honors art or whatever the heck you want to call it we were like all like the special art classes like through high school and then I was gonna be like an art teacher which is yeah. interesting um, and after like a year of that, I like hated it. <laughs> so I was like, mm-hmm. um, and for some reason, I decided to stay in school and get a BFA in painting. Um, I, I wouldn't say I like 100% regret it, but I kind of wish I had just like quit and like gone and done other things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did. I got my BFA in painting. Uh, and then I, yeah, I kind of went from there. So, you know, hit or miss on that, on that. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> That's awesome. I totally understand the teaching thing. I mean, it, I personally myself could not handle um, a bunch of organizing kids and also teaching art at the same time. But it's all different yeah. personality types. Um, yeah, my best friend teaches. My best friend teaches, and like watching her, I'm like, I knew I made like the right choice. I mean, she's like so good at it, but I was like, I know that this is not for me. And there's just too many like too many standards and regulations. I'm just not that type of person to like listen to like, you know, a boss. My wife's a uh, middle school art teacher. So I hear all her oh, wow. stories all the time. And yeah, so yeah. like I said, it takes, a, it, it takes a special person, but <laughs> anyways. Um, <laughs> so, so with, uh, but, but kind of even to that regard, you know, when you were first uh, doing teaching and kind of art school in general, you know, you obviously kind of, played with uh different mediums I guess is the right way to say that what mm-hmm. what kind of ultimately drew you to painting for your BFA well it was like between painting and drawing and I don't know I I think I just preferred to be able to use like more color and I always liked acrylic paint like I've always liked acrylic like from a young age like I dabbled in like oil a little bit but I always liked acrylic paint so I, I just figured it'd be like a a better way to go than you know drawing which is which I love to do ink and all that now but I was I just kind of felt like painting was the right way to go in terms of the best way to like express the types of things I like to do and I'd, I'd worked with it for so long like high school and everything that I was like all right might as well just do that instead and you know <laughs> that's that's awesome so yeah. so now you know, obviously having some time on your belt what what kind of style I guess would you say that that you have um and and kind of has that style always been the same or did you kind of just kind of having or I guess what was that evolution like I guess after graduating into what you're doing now yeah so it's a kind of a crazy story because like I so I was super burnt out after college and was like didn't even want to do anything um so I didn't make art for I don't know probably over a year and then yeah, and then I would, like, do, like, little shows here and there, but I just didn't do a lot with it. It's kind of, like, in a weird headspace. So, like, I don't feel like I really did much with art for almost, like, three years after I graduated because I was just so, like, I, just, I don't know, college burnt me out really hard. So, I was like, eh. And then um, I had a bunch of, like, big life changes. Like, I was going to be, like, a realtor. I had all these, like, <laughs> ideas and, you know, and then, like, a, a relationship of mine, like, you know, ended, and I was kind of like, wow, what am I doing? Um. And then a friend of mine was like, let's go spray painting. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to suck at this. Like, I don't I'm like, <laughs> this is really hard. I don't know how anybody does this. Like, this is like the hardest medium ever. I'm like, I'm, whatever, I'll go with you. And I kind of just was like a natural at it. It really got me back into like creating in general. Um, and I would say like, 
some style things have always been there. Like I've always painted animals, I've always painted nature. I've always used like bright colors. Um, but now I'd say it's like way more like flowy and free form, like organic and spray paint's just so different than like every other medium that it kind of lends itself to a different like aesthetic. Um, so it's, everything's like really whimsical and ethereal and very airy and light. And that's kind of like how stuff has been since I started with spray paint about five years ago. Cause I've only been spray painting for a couple of years. So okay. yeah. So this like form of my style is really just been like coming up over the past few years. I'd say like over the past two years or so, I've come to do like lots of like fades and like what people kind of know me for, which is like my smoke and my like um, these forms I kind of build with like translucent layers. So that's where I'm headed, been heading now. So my style has been really developing in that direction for like the past, I'd say at least like two, three years now um, after trying all kinds of stuff. Like, you know, I, I did like fills and outlines. I did like everything you could do with spray paint, but now I've kind of like moved on to this. So that That's awesome. And it's, it's kind of cool to hear too, that you, that you end up, kind of out of out of that um kind of lull after after graduating that you got almost reintroduced or got that spark again with a completely different art form that you know you didn't use before um yeah which is kind of interesting yeah yeah that was what was crazy about it because like I said I was like I'll never do spray paint I've seen I had seen like murals and people using that and I was like I don't know how they make anything because you know you you have to like you can't blend colors you have to like have all the colors and then like them together you know what I mean it's not like, yeah. you just, like mix it and you know what I mean it's, it's so different and like can control and just the line thickness of everything it's just there's so much more mechanics to it that I was just so not used to um it's definitely interesting like getting into that after all that time and yeah that's the thing I sort of fell into <laughs> it was like nothing like I'd done before <laughs> so. a whole whole different challenge yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So, so to to that extent, also, um, what is that? What is that kind of art process like? I mean, kind of like you you just mentioned, you know, it's a, there's a whole different mechanics to it. You know, it's it's there's different ways you hold the can and spray mm-hmm. and the colors. <clears throat> so, like from like I guess I guess walk us real quick, kind of through the ideation phase of kind of what the piece is going to be, and then all the way to you know the end. Yeah, I think my process is incredibly um, intuitive and uh, very organic and like uh, freestyle. I mean, I'll have like a general idea of like what I want something to look like, but I have friends who will have like a perfect color mock-up like to a T. Um, and I just can't work like that. For me, if it already like exists, there's nothing for me to get to. So I yeah. need to have like the loosest structure possible when I start like a project because I need to like move through it. Um so yeah I'll kind of come up with like oh I want this type of animal maybe this type of body pose so it'd be like a really loose like line sketch I remember a friend like put up uh she did like my a grid for me she was we were doing a collab piece uh me and uh, Allison Bamcat she put up like this you know both the characters she's like I'll do the grid I'm like okay she drew all these lines in for me and then I like didn't even use them she's like thanks <laughs> thanks a lot for totally obliterating the sketch I did for you I'm like I'm sorry I'm like it's not like <laughs> I just don't like I just don't follow the lines like that like it's just I just need something basic and sometimes I'll even just build it up without an outline I'll just like start with um fades and shading and I'll just kind of build from there um but yeah I'd say like yeah I just start with a very basic thing and then maybe an outline maybe not uh maybe I pick colors maybe I don't <laughs> I usually bring like 50 60 colors with me uh 
at any given mural because I just, I just, it's about what I'm feeling in the moment, <laughs> which it could be a double-edged sword. Like it could be a pain in the ass when I'm like, oh man, like, you know, I don't have what I want now or I ran out of this color, but it all just like, it's all like a MacGyver process. I'm just like, I'll figure <laughs> it out as I go. Like it'll work in the end and, and I, like knock on wood, it's always paid off. But yeah, that's basically my process. It's like incredibly loose structure. And then, you know, you just start basing with like a dark color and then it's like layering fades over and over all these like translucent layers and then something great is there at the end. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I mean, yeah. that's kind of, you know, what art's all about. Kind of the, the, you get to show off your personality and, you know, in your case, you can't be put in a box. So yeah, uh, no way. And that makes no. things fun. What? Oh yeah. So, so kind of back to, kind of also kind of that that loose form you know I, and you mentioned some of the things that inspire you before but like in that process you know whether from the beginning I, I, and I don't know if these are like all all commissioned work where they're you know maybe people are telling you hey I want this or if all, kind of all off of your own um, intuition but where where do you find that in, inspiration from the bottom or from the beginning and then kind of also like you mentioned you know you're, you're not starting with with these outlines or whatnot, you know, you're just kind of mm -hmm. flown with it. So I guess, what is, what is that kind of like deciding <clears throat> mid project, I guess, you know, which way or what, what color to use or kind of what, what is kind of the thought process behind that? Well, it's definitely been a challenge with uh, certain clients because, you know, they want to see like a full on, you know, mock-up and they want to know exactly what it's going to look like. And I'm like, I can't do that for you. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, I can give you like some examples. I can, I'm like, I just, I guess when it comes to clients and commissions, I ask for a lot of trust. Um, and they're like, I've been lucky. Most of my clients, they'll, they'll give me a basic idea and I just get to kind of run with it. But there's been times where it's like more corporate and they really want to see like as close to a finished product. It's, that's a huge challenge for me because it's just, does not work with my brain. I remember talking to my friend, uh, Max Sansing, who's like an incredible muralist and He's like that. He's like, I just tell them to trust me. Like, just look at my work, know that it's going to be good. Like, just let it, like, just let it up, you know, like, it'll be fine. Um, when I get to do pieces by myself, I'm always super inspired by nature and usually animals or something like that. And then um, uh, these like pagan ritual costumes. Um, okay. Yeah, it's crazy. I came across them watching TLC one night, if you know what that channel is, like the learning channel, whatever the heck it is. Um, and, uh, yeah, they were like these, it was like this photographer, Charles Frieger, and he does like documentary photography, all these amazing masks and like beautiful costumes, uh, these different um, cultures where uh, I think it started with ones like in Prague in Europe. And those like really inspired me to do like those characters I do like that are called beasties with like those horns and everything. Because um, just from that. So I just get, I get like the weirdest inspirations. I love like Japanese art. I love all that. I just kinda, like mix it all together like in a blender in my brain. <laughs> something comes out you know like it'll, it'll it's like when you're making a smoothie like maybe it'll be really great maybe it'll just be okay <laughs> just the process that's awesome you know sometimes my a little more banana sometimes more strawberry yes. you know whatever yeah I I, I I get it i pick it up <laughs> exactly exactly as long as you sort of understand what i'm saying that's awesome <laughs> sometimes i don't even know what i'm doing so it's uh nice when anybody can get a little taste of it and understand it to any degree but <laughs> But yeah, it's definitely a whole other thing when I have to come up with my own concepts. Um, I feel so much more pressure on myself to do it because I'm like, okay, this is like from scratch and I want it to be like unique and different. So there's a whole lot that goes, a whole lot that goes into that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's well, it, it sounds like you, you have a, a fun time doing that regardless. Oh um, yeah. For sure. So, so with, um, so, so one question, you know, you obviously growing up in the Chicago area, I'm sure there, I mean, I know it's much bigger than Springfield. Um, I'm sure a lot more diverse when it comes to different art and art form, whether it's, you know, being a muralist or whatever that may be. Why for you not living in Springfield? Um, why do you think there's kind of an opportunity for kind of this art movement, I guess, um, here? Mm -hmm. And like, I guess what kind of attracted you to want to come here and try it, if that makes sense? Yeah, no. Um, love like small towns. I mean, my little suburb, you know, like I didn't grow up in the city. So I've always been like outside of it. And I've always liked that, like smaller town feeling. Um, and I think, uh, like I've been to like another uh, smaller town festival and the people there were just like, so awesome. Like I didn't paint in it, but I was like an assistant. Um, and, um, everybody was so excited. Like the whole community like got involved and everybody was like so behind it and like, so, so thrilled to like see this art go up and really like beautify the community. Um, and so I think when that, when this one was going to have like such a small amount of artists and be in like such a small, like tight knit place, that was what attracted me to it. Cause I just, I like that vibe. I like when you get to meet everybody in the community you get to meet all the artists, you get to like hang out with them, you get to actually get to know them over like, the, you know, the course of the week or whatever that you're painting, as opposed to like, you know, a festival with like 80 people, 100 people or in a big city where you kind of, I don't know, you just, it's just not the same feeling. You just don't get to know everybody. You don't get to know the place. And uh, I'm such a like a homebody in general, that just the idea of kind of having a little, little art tribe there. This is very appealing to me. Like that's definitely what I wanted to apply. So so yeah, I think that little small town vibe is like totally my thing. So that, that's cool, and yeah, and it, it definitely. Um, and Springfield is often uh, described as a as a little a little big city, little small little yeah. city, um, something like that. Anyways, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, and, but definitely over the past, I don't know, five or six years, the kind of the art culture, um, and not just with with art itself, but kind of you know, music and, and those kind of things um, has yeah. definitely kind of started to kind of evolve and, and kind of be more welcoming to those kind of things. So it's really exciting to have something like this in Springfield and, you know, attract people um, from outside as well. So. Oh um, yeah. I think it's a huge opportunity for like these smaller communities. Cause um, it's not so much about being on the map or anything. I just think it's the idea that you're really creating something special and unique. And it's like, you know, it doesn't get diluted as much. Like, you know, when you're in a big city, it could be like, you know, you could have hundreds of artists work up there. And I feel like when you kind of make a little mecca, like a, like a little spot that's like saturated with like a bunch of dope art, I just feel like that's like a huge, huge uh, thing to do for a community like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and to that extent, what, what is your favorite, or I guess, what are you looking forward to the most um, with Midwest? I am truly just looking forward to like getting to really know and hang out with everybody. I think I know, I think I maybe know uh, personally, more personally, two of the artists uh, that are in the festival, uh, which is, you know, Allie Grime and um, Eric. And I think just being able to like really get to like nurture some new relationships and just be like with those people on a constant basis and, you know, just make those networks and, and meet the community. Like that's what I'm looking forward to the most is just like this, just having it be so tight knit and, um, really being able to like nurture those those different relationships with people that's that's definitely the thing i'm looking forward to most that's, that's awesome well i'm sure uh our, our city will have open arms for you 
Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, where can people um, find you online, social media, all that kind of stuff? Um, one, to, of course, check out your work um, and then kind of also kind of follow your journey um, up until the event. And yeah, so everybody can. Oh, wait, what's that? <laughs> I said in past the event as well. Keep, keep up with oh, her after yeah, it as well. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, they can find me um, on Instagram uh, at Suburban Warrior. Um, so, you know, suburban and warrior, <laughs> um, and they can find me at suburbanwarriorart.com and on Facebook at suburban warrior. Um, and, uh, it's a pretty easy name to remember, I think. And uh, I think I'm like, the, Clever I think too. I finally got, yeah, right. I think I finally got to that point too, where when you just type in the word sub, like I'm like the first one that pops up on Instagram and I'm like, yes. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's where you can find me. I do, you know, I even have a TikTok. um, same name across the board uh and yeah i mean that's a instagram probably where i post the most up-to-date stuff stories all that fun goofy personality stuff so that's definitely where people should be like checking me out and seeing what's going on awesome well everybody definitely uh be sure to check her out and um looking forward uh to you making your way down springfield for mid by midwest yeah i cannot wait to get there for a multitude of reasons but yeah it's gonna be a fun time thank you so much jeremy <laughs> you bet and for our next guest we have steven teller from saint augustine florida steven welcome how's it going yeah good so um before we start talking about your art itself let's let's uh share with everybody you know your background story kind of where you grew up hobbies you had growing up uh, and kind of what, what influenced you and kind of led you to, to art itself? Uh, yeah, so I'm um, Stephen Teller. I'm originally from South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Um, I'm living in St. Augustine, Florida now. But um, yeah, I grew up in Fort Lauderdale. Um, I, art has always kind of been in my life um, from a pretty young age. Uh, my mom was... Uh, artist art history major um growing up or, or in college and uh my grandma was an artist my dad was a designer and builder so i've kind of always had art and design and creation around me um and i guess growing up you know i was like a little skateboarder kid in the neighborhood we were always building ramps and just kind of having projects and doing hands-on stuff like that and um so that kind of that background kind of just like led me through a life of art and um, kind of had some big inspirations in my life, like uh, a neighbor who was an artist and then um, just kind of, you know, had specific teachers throughout the way that really like inspired me. So, um, you know, things kind of uh, led from there. I, I spent a lot of time traveling the country and um, kind of uh, going to festivals and um, doing art in different locations and places and kind of just like gaining experiences like that. Um, um, this kind of out of order, but, uh, yeah, from, uh, from college, I kind of traveled a lot and that, that did a lot for my, my evolution as an artist and stuff like that. And, um, that's cool. Yeah. So it sounds like yeah. you're kind of born into it and <laughs> more or less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of, uh, it definitely started uh, a big spark in the beginning of my life um, with art and uh, just kind of like the open exploration of being an artist and kind of what it is. And uh, my family kind of like instilled a lot of that in me um, just like with the things that they did. And my dad as a, you know, uh, owning his own business and being his own kind of like designer and builder, that was always like a 
you know, a big inspiration to see as, uh, as a kid watching like small designs on a page get turned into these like huge, uh, homes and stuff like that in South Florida. Um, so yeah, it what definitely was always kind of like bred in me. Um, and my, uh, my grandmother was a painter, um, and she was a realist, uh, painter, um, which really like, you know, that inspired me a lot, uh, into like my kind of art that I do as well. That's all. So, so one question I'm kind of curious, um, and I don't know how, cause you mentioned that you grew up skateboarding or skateboarding as a kid. I don't, I don't know how long you did that for, but did any of that kind of inspire you as well from like an art form? Cause I mean, obviously, you know, you kind of, I, I feel like uh, street artists and that kind of stuff and skateboard culture kind of goes together. Um, did you, did you notice any of that? Like, I guess when you were growing up or kind of what did you pull from that as well? Yeah, most definitely. That was a big crossover in like uh, skateboarding, surfing um, and like kind of, I guess the music and that kind of influence in my life. Um, and like just kind of, uh, that lifestyle um, was definitely majorly influential. But I think even like, if we're going to talk about like, what was a big influence and kind of what relates to my art, I would even relate it even more to like surfing and in the ocean, because um, I did, you know, skateboarding and any kind of extreme sports like that, for sure did, you know, all the time. But you know, if you're looking at surfing, it's a very creative kind of thing. So I've always kind of like looked for those kinds of outlets that were like, self-creative um ways to kind of express yourself and in my like evolution of my life i kind of like tried a lot of different stuff different things and got a little a lot of those kinds of experiences and it always ended up kind of drawing back to my art and uh there's definitely some huge huge connections there that's awesome so so to to your art itself um is there like a specific, like, uh, I guess medium that you kind of started with and kind of gravitated to, and then kind of like that progressed into what you're doing now, or did you kind of all, were you always kind of this, I guess muralist would be the best way to describe maybe. Um, but kind of what, what was that like as far as like what the medium was and what, what tools you're using? Yeah. Um, things have evolved, uh, tremendously for me, my life or for me as an artist and like what I've done throughout my life. Um, I started out, uh, pretty young. I was talking about my grandma just a little bit. She was a painter and she was like a realist painter. So she was always working, uh, in like oil paints and watercolors and doing drawings. And, you know, I have a ton of them, like in my studio, just like up and figure drawings and, these like epic suggestive, like just um, like quick sketch drawings and stuff. And she was just so awesome at like catching a, a form really quick with like her sketches. And um, my mom also, uh, she was super into like the Baroque paintings and like realist painters like back then. So that was like an early trigger for me. I also remember very specifically like seeing a painting at the Metropolitan Museum of Art of like those Dutch uh, realist painters and like just being freaked out that it was like actually a painting and I was like oh my god that's true you know that's so realistic and it like triggered later in my life like that connection but um it started there and I've always kind of just like was learning wanted to learn like how to draw the figure how to draw really realistically MC Escher was a huge 
inspiration. Like my dad had like the two hands drawing each other in my house. So I was always like, I got to be able to like get that realism. And it was like, I remember nothing really triggered me as a kid that much. Like I wanted to play guitar. I wanted to surf. I wanted to do all these things. I wanted to play sports and stuff, but nothing triggered me as much as being like, I want to draw realistically. And so I had certain people and professors who like really helped me get there. And this one professor, especially in college, um, just like insane realist painter who could really help me like get the chops and understand pigments and relationships and perspective and all just all these different things to really get realism and figure out the formula. And then from there, um, I think like once I kind of like got it somewhat of the way I got a little bit like not bored with it, but I just am very like evolutionary person. So like when I, was able to paint in a more realistic form. I really wanted to like either expand it and paint bigger or change the style by flipping the colors around. Um, so, you know, I started to paint bigger um, cause I just wanted to paint faster also and painting faster is painting, you know, painting bigger. You actually can paint a lot faster than you can when you're painting really small. Um, and so, for a while I was working in my studio and working on my own stuff and um, it just, I needed something that was going to like spark big changes. So, and bigger interest. And I had always kind of been like dabbling and painting murals, but I just felt like it was something that was going to push me to like a new level and a new area to explore. So, and as well as like seeing the calling for it. And, you know, I, I was very dedicated to being an artist and getting my work to like take me places in my life. Um, so being in a studio and just like, it was hard to get people to see my work and stuff. So painting big and painting murals, there's a big calling for it right now. I've, you know, I call it a lot of the time now it's like, you know, we're in the Renaissance of, of street art right now. Yeah. Um, every, you know, cities all over the place and businesses and um, th there's budgets for it. And, you know, and you don't, I'm not necessarily just trying to, um, you know, just make money, but, being an artist, um, you know, Andy Warhol talked a lot about like good art is good business. So like at some point you have to pivot and make things work. And at the same time, I absolutely love painting huge murals that are contest the size of my body that people can relate to more often. And that changed my work tremendously, like working in the public sector, because the biggest thing for me is like how many people you can impact a day. The power of that is tremendous. And I feel like there's like a slight responsibility to like use that power to like really deliver something to the people that are going to be seeing that every day, especially since, Oh wow. There's a weather warning going up my phone. Tornado warning. Uh -oh. No tornadoes though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways. Um, yeah. So like the power of that is so tremendous that uh, it just needs to be like delivered to people. So with, with, with what I see as like something, a positive perspective and like, so that's why I paint these really big flowers now and really colorful, um, like natural color schemes, because I want to like represent metaphors of growth and positivity and like even nature and natural beauty, because I feel like in the public sector, there's like that even more of that, like responsibility to like give something, positive and that's what I want my work to kind of do is like take that moment and like give them that shift into a positive space or just like hopefully a new perspective something fresh and real so that evolution 
of like where I focus my art has changed so much, like with the environments of like where I'm creating now. Um, and then bringing that back into the studio now after painting really big, I'm like planning a lot more, like I'm painting a mural um, as if like, you know, my studio paintings, I, I, I plan them to a T now, whereas I used to kind of do a lot more exploratory things. So that evolution is that has been, has been huge, um, I guess, through my life and what I've been interested in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's interesting. Like you said, kind of like, at that one point moving outside of the studio and working on these bigger pieces, what, and, and obviously like what you said, you know, you obviously kind of had that res responsibility almost, or that you feel, you know, to make this piece of art that people can relate to. And ultimately it's kind of a, almost a talking point. If, you know, if you're walking down a trail or wherever, you know, you're going to inadvertently create a conversation with those two people because they saw your piece of work there. Um, so, so I guess what are those, what are those interactions like, you know, I guess between, you know, working with, I guess, whoever in the public sector, you know, I guess, I guess hire you, hires you, maybe that's the right word um, to do that piece. So like, I guess, what is that process like as far as um, figuring out what, what you're going to create? And then also what is it like when you're actually there on the job? Like, do you, or when you're actually there creating, you know, are, are you, are, are there passerbys that, you know, spark up conversation and talk to you that way? Or is it kind of a different interaction? Um, so yeah, the two parts, two parts to that question. The first part um, you're asking about kind of like what's um, I guess kind of like my, how I prepare to like create something in that space. And a lot of the times, like if I'm painting in a different state, you know, so we're talking, you know, uh, about painting in Springfield, um, Missouri. Um, what I like to do is kind of just like learn about some locality, local plants, local ways to like relate to nature, you know, what's in the Ozarks, what's around, um, town. And, um, that, that's, you know, it's a little bit kind of like, of a, I don't like to say cliche idea because then I'm like downing my the way I do it but like it starts there you know I look at you know what's some wildlife that's in the area and uh then I try to kind of draw some metaphors out of that kind of stuff so um that's for that and then like the second part of the question um can you can you repeat that again yeah sort of like are, are, are do you ever like find any because you, you touched on you know you're making a piece for kind of the public eye oh, right, right. Can yeah. they see that but are there any interactions that you have with others like while you're actually creating that piece yeah absolutely um that's usually huge and that's been the evolution of like doing it more and more and um uh i guess seeing what works and what doesn't um but that's that's big um feeling the vibe that people are feeling if they're enjoying it then it definitely plays into me like you know reinstilling the fact that like they're gonna enjoy it um, there's always that artist ego mind no matter how many times you do it how like good you've gotten how comfortable you are with your medium the design every bit of it you're still gonna doubt it like it just it just happens and that's something i've learned a lot about but um it's amazing to get that reinstillment and um that's what it's for i mean in the end yes, there's self-expression, but like art in the public sector is really about the people and like just creating something that the community can like bond about or learn from, or, I mean, there's so many things that it can do. So, but yeah, I would say that, um, 
some of those moments have like taught me a lot about what I'm trying to talk about with people. They tell me, you know, I learn things every time somebody says something. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting perspective because it takes me out of my space to like relate to what they are seeing. So it's that's, important. That's, that's awesome. So, so kind of to that, you know, you kind of describe some of the creative process of, you know, if you're going to do something in Springfield, for example, what, I guess this, or mid by Midwest, you know, not living in Springfield or being from Springfield or anything like that, what, what kind of drew you as kind of that opportunity to showcase your work? Like what about, what about the community, I guess, did you see that made it kind of a good fit or a good opportunity for kind of what you were all about? Um, well, Springfield, I've never been to specifically. Um, and I've always wanted to go explore the Ozarks more. Uh, my work is all a lot about like nature and stuff like that. So I love going and finding, you know, looking in, different mountain ranges and I've explored a lot of the United States. So I haven't been to that area of Missouri. Um, and I just, I, I know it's a nice town, um, in Missouri. So I also, the main intention with my public artwork is to like find new places and engage with new and different communities and stuff. Um, and as well, like mid by Midwest, when I'm searching for mural um, festivals or mural organizations and stuff to work with, I look for people who are like organized and seem to be <laughs> covering like all the basis. So that was a big draw um, for them specifically. Um, and uh, just like, yeah, the opportunity to engage in like a new space that's going to be hopefully in, it's in, in a highly curated, you know, public art and a highly like nicely curated way that's that's awesome and uh i i think it's it's kind of funny and kind of cool that you're using kind of your own personal uh not only the art but also you want to explore around here which there's tons and tons to explore around here so that's awesome um so that's kind of that that makes sense for that so uh, another like is there anything specific about mid by midwest i guess that you're looking forward to i mean i know you said that um you know, your, your, the way it's organized and all that kind of stuff, but is there anything specific ab about the event itself, um, that you're kind of looking forward to as well? Um, I'm, I would definitely say that like, um, as I'm like out searching for ways to, to outlets to create that, um, places that recognize like what the artist needs are and things like that. Like it's organized, but just the level of communications and stuff like that from them, that's definitely one of the biggest things. But I would, um, I would just say like painting in the new space and painting in a space that's, I, I, I just have the, the feeling that it's gonna be a, a good time um, and good engagement. I know we have COVID, so you know, I'm not exactly sure how the events are gonna be. Uh, exactly played out just yet um but um really just excited to engage in the community awesome well well uh, i i think you'll you'll have a good time here with that being said where can people find you online um to kind of to check out your work and kind of follow you um up through the event and, and past the event as well yeah i'm on instagram facebook um and all the social media platforms at Stephen Teller Arts. And that's a Stephen with a V, Teller, T-E-L-L-E-R, Arts. 
And my website is stephentellerarts.com. If you want to pop on and take a look at some prints and some other products to buy and give me a follow on my Instagram so you can watch along as we paint. Awesome. Well, thanks again uh, for kind of sharing your background story. Um, and I, uh, I wish you the best when you come here as well. And I think uh, uh, we need to get, to, I got some people you should talk to about exploring the Ozarks. So I can help you out with that as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Please do. And last but not least, we have Eric Carbling here from uh, based from Honolulu, Hawaii. So Eric, welcome. Thank you. It's an honor. Honor to talk to you. Really excited for this uh, eventually to come to fruition and be painting out there with you guys. Yes, yes. It is going to be great. So before we kind of get into um, your art itself and, and kind of everything behind that, let's, uh, let's share your story a little bit. You know, what is, what is kind of your background, where you grew up, hobbies you had growing up, kind of what sort of influenced you down this, down this path? Yeah, for sure. So I originally grew up in Maryland, uh, this area, Gaithersburg, Maryland, kind of in between Baltimore and DC. Okay. And, um, one of my like hobbies, I guess, growing up was playing music and like playing trumpet growing up. I was in a ska bands in high school that that's what kind of like was the first thing that really led, um, led to where I guess what I'm doing now, which is kind of a combination of all sorts of stuff. But from being kind of the person in the bands that would uh, do all the like more organizing and like making all the flyers and the merch, realize like, oh, wait, that's <laughs> like a job. I'm more, I don't know, just better or quicker at that. Uh, that's kind of where it started really pursuing like pursuing art and design in general um wasn't really like art focused then it was more like as a means to um like promote the band and, and more graphic design and then from there yeah study i went to i then went to college at university of miami for graphic design and advertising because that's like you know from there i realized like wait that's like a real job <laughs> <laughs> and then from uh getting some you know jobs in design which I still do work full-time or not full-time now, mostly freelancing, but it's uh, from some of those jobs I had, I was like, man, like I did it. This is great. But it's like, I was just like resizing, you know, junk emails for for (laughs) random products and um, needed to like, you know, remember why I got into art and design in the first place and started making stuff outside of work that eventually it was like freelance illustration kind of stuff that eventually started feeling like its own job and then needed to just get off the computer, which is kind of where I started initially painting that from doing that, that's what's been like, I don't know, the, the greatest thing ever of, of that down that path and then finding this painting uh, world and just not, and just wanting to run as far as possible with it. So. That's awesome. So, so it's all started from being in a band, which is kind of in, an interesting <laughs> thing. So, with that, I mean, it, you know, it started off as kind of a necessity, like you said, to promote the band, but kind of as you kind of, I guess, fell in love or began to actually like enjoy doing it to, to that sense, rather than just for, you know, for those purposes, did you find mm-hmm. any different um, like connections between the two? Cause obviously they're both forms of art, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely would be like listening to music, like to it or like trying to convey the same kind of feeling or like, weirdness or whatever through the visuals too that was definitely yeah it definitely ties together that's awesome that's super interesting and then um going from from maryland to miami which i actually grew up in in virginia i went to school at vcu oh, really? um okay yeah that was definitely on my list of places i remember like their brand center yeah yeah 
Yeah, that's 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 awesome. But you know, Miami's a little bit warmer, a little bit warmer. Yeah. Um, so so once you got there, did did a lot of the and I I haven't personally been to Miami um, myself, but mm-hmm. did you? Did I guess did you find the the style of art that you're influenced by? Did that change once you got there? Because obviously the Miami culture is different than the Maryland culture. So did did you kind of see those changes? Yeah, sort of. But it wasn't like maybe as immediate as um, I guess kind of that question is. But like, so I didn't really start painting, and this is until um, probably three or four years after college, even. So I lived in Miami for about for total twelve years. Okay. Uh, four years of college, which is kind of like its own bubble. Uh, and then only really started painting like a year, like two or three years after that. And that's a hundred percent. I don't know about style. I mean, I think style is just informed by like everything around you. Um, but I think that, yeah, it absolutely built on living there. And even just the idea of painting murals and painting big is 2000%. Um, influenced by living in Miami and getting to being so lucky to have like Art Basel just happen there. And even for the first years of going to it and seeing that, like definitely on the wings and not really understanding it more, just kind of like, you know, going to the parties and stuff and then understand like, wait a second, like people are actually painting at this scale. This is possible. Uh, This is something I have to like, I don't know. I can, this is something I can really reach towards absolutely informed that but it wasn't it took a a while of like trying other different things to for things to kind of click together so Miami definitely influenced it but it wasn't quite like I showed up and things changed at all it was it was a a long weird little journey of it (laughs) that that makes sense is there is there like a spot where you can say like that was the final kind of click if that makes sense um more of like a Maybe not a specifics or like, you mean like time frame? Yeah. Thing? Like, you know, you, you're kind of like, kind of, you mentioned, you know, you're going and experiencing all these different things and you're kind of yeah. getting groomed or, and, but then finally like, Hey, here, here's my big opportunity, you know? And like, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. It, it was never like a specific opportunity that was like, this is the jump, but I'd say the bigger, like, yeah, the moment where things like I was like, I saw and I guess opportunity more in myself, uh, was like around I want to say like 2015 or so because like I said I was doing that kind of like illustration stuff outside of work um and that was like I was doing a lot of like concert posters that any band that would come down I would reach out and it was this you know over pretty over the top like vector illustration stuff and that decision would be like I need to get off the computer and try to start painting or doing something because I love all this other stuff and like it, it seems much more um about the artist too which was something that like, I was all, you know, you're as a designer, you're the guy behind the scenes, which is awesome. But um, I don't know if I was doing stuff outside of my day job, like it should be for you, I think. So that decision to like start painting and then realizing, wait a second, I don't really know how serious brushes work or how this stuff works. And just starting to play around with watercolors and getting like super obsessed with just making these like forms and brush strokes and arrangements that were super abstract. I think that's probably like, I'd say definitely like a turning point because with design, you'd be sitting, let's looking at something for a while. And I'm sure any, you know, if any designers listening to this can relate to like you, when you're done, you don't even know if you really like it. And then maybe you come back to it and you're like, wait a second, it wasn't that bad. But with these little like brush studies and playing around, like they, I was happy with them at the end and just like, just stayed right there with them. And that's, 
that was kind of the turning point that like led to everything else of being like just really happy with these simple little like weird watercolors and then um yeah just seeing where else i could start applying it and then from sticking right there just kept finding more and more within it that's interesting what what do you think the difference is like between you know, like you said, as a designer, you might work, you know, for however long on a project and at the end you're like, eh, but in, in your case, like you said, you didn't really find that with, with the watercolor and kind of that kind of stuff. So do you, are you, is there a reason for that you think, or? I don't know. It's just like, I connect with making it more or I'm just like not sitting on a computer. Like, I don't know. I really can't describe it. And, and maybe that's not true for everybody. It's just true for me that like it was definitely started like a different feeling of um, the whole process of it. It just less of like a fight with like trying to make something a certain way with this. I was just letting it go where it wanted to. Um, and now, now that I've like got a good handle on it, I'm like kind of pushing it in a certain way, but it's, I don't know. I think the, maybe the randomness or like the exploration of it made it more fun versus like trying to hit a target. Yeah, that's interesting. And that makes sense. Cause obviously it's a lot more, uh, hands-on in that sense. Yeah. So, so let's talk a little bit about, um, kind of about your style, but also kind of walking us through sort of the process of like, you know, you, you come up with an idea, whether it's kind of for your own personal project or maybe it's working for somebody or, or whatnot, but what is that kind of journey like, like the whole time, you know, cause like you said, it's, 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 um, more, more free flowing, you know, it's more connection to the art piece as well. Do you, do you kind of find that with those projects as well? Yeah, for sure. And, and I think that's because of the way I paint a hundred percent. So like going through the whole process of like a project now, you know, I, I kind of make things like pretty imagery based, but it's still on that same, like very abstract flowy brushstroke pattern. Uh, now I'm just calling them squiggles cause it's way easier. But like, <laughs> the act of painting those squiggles i'm always able to get lost in that and like find the flow in it and even if i am like trying to hit a certain target within it it's not you know if, if that makes any sense like the way i'm arranging the color in certain areas up close is kind of like total madness but from the bigger picture it's not so like up close when i'm doing it i'm it's still that same feeling of those like little watercolors that like lit the spark um so even if it is a very specific thing in the end the way that it works for me in, in the smaller moments isn't at all. So that's why I think it's like, I don't know, it's just never, like the more I do of it, the more I've been able to find e even more fun, like little parts of it that I didn't even know existed if, if I could have like tried to contrive it from the beginning. That's awesome. And, 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 and yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense um, to be able to just kind of flow with that and kind of, yeah. kind of going into your own style from that what yeah, i definitely feel super lucky also <laughs> that like that's kind of like more and more keeps emerging from it because a lot of like friends of mine or or other people when i watch how they paint or how they think about stuff it just like it stresses me out honestly <laughs> like, <laughs> i have a different set of nonsense that i'm sure stresses other people out but i i couldn't be more excited about it that's yeah well hey you know what <laughs> that's yeah, part of the, that's, that's part of the the fun <laughs> and the creativity what so uh, one thing I, I, I kind of forgot to ask, but you know, you're obviously based in Hawaii now, you know, you kind of traveled. So, you know, from Maryland and then Miami finally had that impact on you. Yeah. Now, I don't know how long you've been in Hawaii. I think pretty recently, 
what yeah, they, what is that kind of like is there like a different a different i guess vibe or you know different things that are influencing you now that you're there with your art yeah for sure and, and i mean the i've been here um just a few months so i, I moved you know following following my love really uh, my my girlfriend grew up in maui and got a great job on, on oahu so awesome. i you know eventually we knew we were moving here so I slowly made the move over and it's I'm still figuring out feeling about filling out my footing you know I've like I have what's great is having uh my footing with where where my art is at at least so I, I definitely um moving here has been made a lot easier because of that I think uh it's there are a handful of artists that I, that I knew through the internet that were here that I've you know become friends with and um if you've ever been to Hawaii everything here does have just a different feel in general uh the pacing it's it, you can't really describe it honestly but i i don't you know i've painted a little bit uh painted one mural that I'm super proud of with a collaboration with some of the artists here that i knew and um i don't know you know i can't really say how it's specifically influencing it we're just gonna have to see you know hopefully i'll be painting more um start you know be knocking on doors hopefully painting more murals and stuff here and see where it leads but um i don't know i kind of like no i can't really force it or try to decide where it's going to go because the second I do it I start to like overthink it and and I've already been doing that a little bit of like oh what should I do now that I'm here this is, and I realize maybe don't think about it so much and, and do the things that are interesting and just see where it leads um, I'm sure my colors will change a little bit probably a lot more lush and greens and stuff but, but yeah I don't know we'll see That's not, so and and to that point kind of where you're saying you know the style or the colors might change a little bit where yeah. where do you kind of pull most of your inspiration from like is it is it actually like is it where you're located is it you know different sources of media that that you know you you're into or like what where does that inspiration for these different pieces come from it can be really anywhere i mean i'll sometimes it's just the building itself even if it's a mural like okay. what is a cool composition here what's something i wanted to paint or something random definitely always try to tie in the surroundings in some way uh, whether again like whether it's like part of the the way the building works um, really like just following the fun honestly like whether I don't know if someone's call, calling me to like I decide to paint a flower maybe that's what I want to do then um, or some crazy animal I've wanted to paint for a while it really could be anything it's really just like what I think will work the best in that space with also communicating with its surroundings as best as possible and it's going to be like a challenge for me and something I haven't done already, whether it's like the way the composition is or the colors I'm going to use. Um, I, I definitely have noticed I, I end up sticking in like a bit of a similar wheelhouse with the colors, but want to push that to be to use more colors that you don't think like should work together, but do because of the way they all come together. That's kind of where my head's at now, but again, <laughs> I'll see where it goes. That's no, no. That, that that's cool though. And pulling kind of from all over and and yeah. kind of growing from that. So, so with you, um, I, I guess it's kind of interesting to me that that you know going from from Florida and all these other places now in Hawaii. Um, why why choose Springfield as a place? Like, what kind of opportunity did you see Spring the Springfield community or or city or whatnot to come and create um, and kind of showcase your work? What what was it about that that I guess you saw that opportunity? I mean, really, I'm, brutal honesty, I don't know too much about Springfield. 
but just seeing the way that like you guys have all come together to start to organize this, the way it was even portrayed online, clearly there's a group of people that really, really care about injecting the city with some, some awesomeness or some already doing some pretty awesome things. And that's really exciting to me and getting to meet people like that all over in like with getting to travel and being so lucky to have painted in a handful of places. It's like really the greatest thing ever to get to experience a city like through that lens of you, you get these like really weird, weirdly intimate connections with like a street corner or something. Yeah. Just Cause like you're there for like three days <laughs> and like yeah. you know everything about the movement of it and like the people that live there that that'll talk to you and everything about it that, um, it's amazing. And, and like, if there's this, you know, community that's really trying to build this there, you know, that's one of the, to get the chance to be a part of that is something that I will always be inspired and always look for. So yeah, that's why. And I got invited, you know, <laughs> it's really <laughs> it. Pass it up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, so, well, Springfield is uh, most famously known for uh, Bass Pro and Cashew Chicken. Uh, oh. So there's that going for us. Now. Oh, wait, that's where Cashew Chicken started? <laughs> yeah, apparently, allegedly. I've, uh, I've, read, I've read this legend. I didn't realize it was Springfield. <laughs> yeah, it was like- yeah. It's uh, uh, Leong's, I think, was the name uh, of the gentleman that uh, apparently, like I said, uh, invented it. Uh, and the Bass Pro headquarters are here, so very uh, naturey and and lots of lakes and hiking trails. So uh, it's it's a good place. But yeah. no, to to your point, um, you know, the probably the past like six years or so, um, or probably even longer. I I've been here for about eight years. But mm-hmm. kind of to your point, there's there's kind of been this this art and creative movement that's always kind of been here, but it's kind of starting to become a uh, more recognized thing in within everybody within the city. So so this is just another opportunity to kind of bring that out um, and invite more people in here. It's a, it's a, it's a small, big city is, is That's how it goes. So it's, it's very comforting. I mean, you have everything a city provides, but like without the stuff that sucks about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, so with that, what, what is, um, what are you looking forward to the most with the event itself? Is there anything in particular or just kind of going with the flow? I mean, going with the flow somewhat, but also, you know, getting, hopefully getting to travel, see your art community experience, all that excitement I just heard from you talking about Springfield. That's really, and, you know, getting to create something with you that's going to hopefully bring that energy further and, you know, getting to see a, a lot of the other artists in the lineup I know and are good friends that, getting to see everybody in another place. And that always, uh, the level of talent on the lineup is so high that it just pushes everybody else to be better as well, especially when we're in somewhere new that everyone that has such a strong community really caring about it. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And that's kind of, to your point, I didn't really think about, you know, having these different artists here um, and kind of feeding off of each other to like, you know, kind of put it in a boiler room and kind of the best art that they could do just because all that right. collaboration in a sense. Yeah, and also you don't want to be like you know, the one dud one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's also true. There's some extra motivation there. <laughs> so where where can people find um, find you online uh, to kind of see what what you're up to, what kind of work you're working on currently, and then kind of follow your journey up to here, and of course, um, uh, you know, past uh, mid by Midwest as well. Yeah, I'm on pretty much any platform out there. 
Uh, you name it, everything's under my name. So Eric Carbling, E-R-I-C-K-A-R-B-E-L-I-N-G.com, Instagram. I got, got TikTok going. It's not great. YouTube, all that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, everything's just under my name. I try to keep it simple. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll have a lot more, some other things going on. And um, yeah, I'm pretty big about trying to capture everything about the process and make videos on everything. So if that's uh, something people are interested in, like I am, because I watch way too much of that kind of stuff, plenty <laughs> more for you. <laughs> Awesome. Well, everyone, make sure uh, you, you check out his stuff as well. Give him a follow. Um, and yeah, man, we're, we're looking forward to uh, you coming and checking out Springfield and seeing what it's all about. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.